Hey, hey, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. We are here once again, going to watch episode two of Netflix's Formula One series, Drive to Survive. We're going to be doing this in a very similar format to how we did it last time, so you'll be hearing my reactions as things happen. Let's start it. Episode two of season two, The Boiling Point. Let's get it going. Netflix intro. I just want to say, I've just come off from watching a bunch of Chris Harris videos, including on Top Gear, so I'm ready. Cutter Sider just have, well, I guess one of the race engineers was like, hey, you're not mic'd up, are you? Cutter Steiner's talking about how their last season in 2018 at the time, when they finished fifth overall, was one of their best finish finishes. They want to do better, obviously. Cutter Steiner's giving the team a lot of tough love, quite a lot of tough love. It's almost harsh. Dropping a lot of F-bombs currently. <laughs> Man, that Ferrari pit stop was ridiculously fast. Alrighty, here we go. Apparently they're in London. I suppose this means uh, sil they're at Silverstone. Five weeks before the season. They don't start in Silverstone. Okay, then what are we doing here in London? He's just left from a hotel, I guess? Cut the standards talking about how last season they really stepped up. 2018. Oh no! No, they got the C... They got the CEO of Rich Energy. Oh my lord, that's that is not gonna go well. The CEO has just said that they have put a personal guarantee down for for Haas of worth thirty five million. Because Gunther Steiner was just saying before they got to this point that breaking into the top three isn't impossible with enough money and resources. True, but talent also matters, right? And I don't know how much of it Haas really has. Like Romain Grosjean is not a top three driver. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, but for me, he is not a top three driver. Kevin Magnussen. I don't. I haven't. I mean, I obviously it's been a while, but I don't know. Personally, in the back of my mind, I'm like he could be there, but something's not quite. He's not quite there for some reason to me, and I don't know quite. I don't really know what it what what it is about him that makes me feel that way. Maybe that's why Gunther Steiner's in London right now. Yep. Oh, it's a Rich Energy house livery launch. Oof. Who are all these people? They must be journalists. Uh, of course he's going there in a helicopter. <clears throat> the CEO of Rich Energy. Even Kevin Magnuson is here. He's, uh... The CEO's name is William Story, apparently. It looks like the Lotus livery, which we've known, but... That was William Buxton. Oh, sorry. Will Buxton. It's always good to see Will Buxton. I'm sorry, the CEO of Rich Energy just called Haas brilliantly run. I'm sorry, what?! What? What are you smoking? That's... Mm, mm, that's... I mean, I guess they're not as bad as Williams. Especially these days. Or as of, like, last year. But, mmm, that's... That's high praise for a team that, in my opinion, really doesn't deserve it. Really? He just said he's starting... He's beginning to think that he they're starting to make the bigger teams look a little silly. What? Okay, look. Ferrari doesn't need Haas. To make them look silly. <laughs> they can do that on their own. They're not making Mercedes look silly though. And they're certainly not making Red Bull look silly. Unless by bigger teams he means the bigger teams in the midfield like McLaren. Or Toro Rosso. In which case, eh, not really. McLaren, yeah, because of their engine. But not Toro Rosso, I wouldn't think. The season so far. With dramatic cinematography and music. Okay, they got sixth. Through Magnuson. Good. Okay. Oh no! Uh-oh. I think they're in Abu Dhabi right now, currently, from what I'm watching. Oh, they're down at 6th? Alpha passed them? Oh, they're in Baku, Azerbaijan. Oh, yeah. Not good. 
Oh, even McLaren, even Force India racing point past him. Oh, Kevin Magnussen had a spin. Oh, yeah, definitely the boiling point. Haas is not having fun. Spielberg, Austria. Why are we in Austria? Oh, I forgot what tracks in Austria. At the center, I was talking about how the last two or three races were terrible for, which was true. Or is true, whichever. The one thing I don't understand is how during the race, Gunther Steiner has his hair tied to his head, and then every, everywhere else, he's got like a mini outfro going on. Like, what what is happening here? What's with the different hair changes? I don't like it. No one looks happy in this room right now. Everyone just looks so done. All right, Friday practice. Kevin Magnuson is talking about how you're in race racing drivers feel nervous. He was saying that when you're going into the weekend, when you're going into the race for the first time, you have expectations and you're pumped. And then after that, after something goes wrong, you, you just become tense and quite nervous, which does indeed make a lot of sense. Alrighty, Kevin Magnussen is out on track. Oh, the Red Bull ring. I forgot that was in Austria. Oh, very aggressive over the curve. Hurt the floor. Kevin Magnussen said they don't actually know what the problem is for certain. They know there is a problem, they just don't know what it is, which is not a good thing to have. That's not a good situation to be in. Lower speed as usual. I don't know if, if that race engineer was talking about in relation to everyone else, but if that's usual, that's not good. So Will Bucks is saying that Haas is having troubles and part of it might be due to the way that they make their car because to be a constructor in Formula 1, you have to construct your own car. But for Haas to even be in this sport, because making a car from scratch is so darn expensive, they, they're basically buying off-the-shelf parts and then kind of constructing the car around those parts, you know, just join, joining those parts up with whatever, however they can. And the downside to that is you might not know your parts as intimately as you need to because they're not your own. They're not your own design. You might get faulty parts, you might get bad parts, and that's not to say that Ferrari Mercedes don't have, they don't make their own bad parts. Of course they do. But they also designed it. They, whoever designed it, whoever built it, knows intimate details about that. So they might know what's what's wrong more easily than the people it has. Which is a downside of using third-party parts compared to designing your own. Steiner is not pleased. He's saying, find the problem and make progress out of it. And he said it in a, in a you-better-get-it-done kind of tone. Gene Haas. Oh, that's the owner of... Okay. Gene is not impressed. Gene is just laying it out. Not, he's not being harsh about it, but he's just being straight up. He's like, we, we, can't get any, we can't go any slower than we are going right now. Gene seems to be a nice guy. He seems to be a fairly okay guy, but you, you can kind of tell that he's like, I'm like three more awful races from pulling the plug on this entire operation. And that is not good. That is not good for Mr. Gunther Steiner. Alrighty, it's qualifying time. Let's see how Haas does. They already have an issue? What? A gearbox problem? Please tell me they don't have to swap out the gearbox. Yep, they're gonna have to swap out the... So apparently that gearbox was new in the last race, and now it's already bad. I have to wonder, did they really run that gearbox so rigorously? Like, did they beat the crap out of it? Because the thing about a Formula 1 car is, okay, yeah, things do break, but they gotta be durable enough to at least handle some mess. That's just poor. Everyone. Everyone is under this car right now, just working around it. Just trying to get that new gearbox in and get it ready. Good God, they took the rear diff and the axle out too. I mean, it makes sense, but Lord, they took every, the entire thing out. I guess that's faster though than having to take like the hubs off, the brakes off, 
the control arm, all of the suspension and brake and braking stuff off and, and the diff. I guess just taking the entire thing out in one unit is a lot faster. And besides, I get, if it were me during the race, I'd be, oh wait, they probably can't reuse the brakes. Dang it. Never mind. I don't know anything. So th they're working on Kevin Magnuson's car right now to try and get it fixed. Where is Romain Grosjean? Is his car fine or? That's what I want to know. Where is, where is he at right now? Do they not run him for the qualifying or? Okay, nothing's happened yet. I know Kevin Magnussen's... Dang, they got fifth? That's good. That's very good for Haas. Guess Magnussen wasn't attacking those curves too hard. It's kind of interesting how they're really, really focusing on Haas in this episode and not, not everyone else, including Renault and some of the other smaller teams like they were in the first episode. But maybe Haas are the funniest, so... <laughs> to me, this is a great way to try and get people interested in... Form or get more people interested in Formula 1 beyond the racing. Really get them into the technical, the behind the scenes of what makes Formula 1 so... so difficult. Not really focusing on Roman Grosjean right now, they're really just focusing on Magnussen. Oh, don't jump start. Looks like Magnussen got a... Eh, got an okay launch. Hasn't lost too much time. Oh dear. Everyone's all bunched up. This is bad. Oh! Got a little squirrely on the exit at turn one at the Red Bull Ring. Probably because the tires are cold. Or at the very least a little bit colder than they'll, than they'll end up becoming. Okay. Kevin's not completely out of the weeds, but at the very least things aren't bunched up, so that's good. Trying to get the undercut on the Force India doesn't. Something wrong? Losing rear grip. How are the tires overheating? So the rear tires for Kevin Magnussen are overheating. I want to know how and why. It might be on you, Magnussen. Oh, Okay, Grosjean's also got problems. The balance was all over the place. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh! Woo! That was close. Toro Rosso just... Okay, Toro Rosso just passed the Haas. I don't know who was driving it, though. Uh, I don't even remember who was at Toro Rosso back in 2019. Oh, Grosjean said he feel like it's raining. Doesn't have any grip. Even the commenter commentators are saying that Grosjean's having problems with this car. Even Magnuson's dropping. He's in 14th! Interesting thing is that Magnuson's somehow ahead of Grosjean. Magnuson lost another position. Magnuson, okay, Magnuson lost to Grosjean sometime because he was in 19th. Grosjean was in 16th. Everyone's stacking up. Oh lord, that is a stack up. Ooh, the tire blistered. Or it peeled. It was peeling on the left front side. Lord. And on the inside. Left front inside. Christ. That. Whoo. It's like when your lip peels. That's what it looks like. Gunther Steiner's just completely lost, doesn't know what to do. Copenhagen, Denmark. Let's see who we're with. Okay, we're with Kevin Magnussen. Oh, he's driving, and a Mercedes? Hmm. Either he owns the car, or because Mercedes supplies. I think they supply cars with engines, uh, or maybe they don't. If they do, then maybe they gave him a loaner car. Magnussen is out for a little break out on the water in his fairly sized boat. Kevin Magnussen's currently out talking with a family friend on the water. Oh lord, that swung. Kevin Magnussen talking about being human, essentially. Now where is this? Is this still Denmark? No, this is Italy. Wow! Dang, those are some mountains! Apparently Gunther Steiner has a wife and a kid. So apparently they're in Italy, but Gunther's speaking German. <laughs> That's funny. I don't think his wife believes that, what he just said, which I didn't say what he said, but still. I think they're making pasta. Apparently Hass had three good years. I, not gonna lie, I don't remember them having good years. Then again, I wasn't watching F1 when they first joined. I, at the very least, I wasn't watching it like that, so. Okay, doing a, a Science Channel-style pan around the globe to the UK now. Oh, hey, it's Daniel Craig at, at Red Bull. Oh! Oh! 
Rich Energy is pulling out. Oh, mess. Oh, mess. Today, at Rich Energy terminated our contract with Haas F1 for poor performance. We aim to beat Red Bull Racing and being behind Williams Racing. Behind Williams, God. In Austria is unacceptable. The politics and PC attitude in F1 is also inhibiting our business. We wish the team well. Hashtag F1, hashtag Rich Energy. No one, everyone roasted Rich Energy though. No one cared about them. It's funny how they got the CEO. It's funny how they got the CEO for this Netflix series. A few bits here and there, and then when everything was going downhill, nowhere to be seen and nothing happened. They did not stay long. CEO William Story. William Story was talking about how he formally cancelled the, the contract. It almost reminds me of uh, F1 manager on my ta on my phone. <laughs> Looks like it's gonna rain at Silverstone. Got, uh, got some clouds rolling in. Gunther started talking about needing to make a more radical approach. Do something a bit different. Apparently they're just in front of Williams, and you know you are doing something terribly wrong if you are just in front of Williams. God, that data sheet looked, looked absolute, that, it looked complicated, is what I'm trying to say. Gunther Steiner just said, if someone opposes, because what they're going to do to try and figure out what's wrong is they're going to run the Melbourne spec car, because that's when they were okay, it was a decent car, and they're going to make Roman drive that car, because he's been vocal about the issue since day one. And Gunther Steiner just said, yeah, and you know what? If anyone opposes this decision, I'm just going to fire them. I'm going to stack them. Which is big words, so, or at the very least, a very tough sentiment. Although, to be honest, I'm not so sure I disagree. All right, they got, they got Magnuson. They were showing Hamilton and then Leclerc. Not talking to him, but showed him. <laughs> How long do we have left? Nine minutes. Apparently Magnuson's an aggressive person. Not angry, just aggressive, which is interesting. He seemed to be more laid back to me than anything. All righty. Looks like we're here for qualifying. Let's go. Let's see what has has up their sleeves. Or is this the race? Oh, Lord. This might be the race. Oh, this is the race. Okay. Never mind. Pew! Madison... Magnuson got an average start, which is honestly better than nothing. Or better than a bad start. Oh, God. The Hasses are close. They need to chill. They are way too close to each other. They need to have a chill pill. Chill. We don't need the... Ah! We don't need the... Oh, God! We don't need the team orders! Oh, God. Did the end plate. Grosjean has a puncture. Both cars got a puncture. Oh, no. Ugh. Really? I know they're racers, but they really should have chilled. They really should have chilled. I know as a racer, it they, they don't want to lose a place, but it's like, come on. You don't have the points to do this. Dip and follow your teammate through the path. Retirement? What? Kevin Magnuson is... This race is over? Deary me. Uh-oh. They're retiring Romance Car 2. The only upside... The only upside is that now they can spend a little bit more time trying to work on the car. Oh, God. That's so tough. That's hard. Roman, you did it to yourself. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ooh, there are some tensions flying right now. So, Gunther Steiner just had Roman and Kevin in the room and sternly told them off. And then Kevin Magnuson shut his office door. So hard that I don't, I'm not so sure it broke, but it, yeah, bad things have happened. Man, Gunther was like, I would sack Roman and Kevin both. Woo! There's Jackie Stewart. Hamilton won, obviously. Oh my! 
Oh my! Gene House is just sad. He was saying that if they're doomed to run in the back, he doesn't want to be a part of it. So that's the first that we have formally heard that Gene Haas is thinking about dropping out of Formula 1. Oh my! Oh my! We gotta watch the next one! Anyway though, I do hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode 2 of, of the Netflix show. <laughs> that was tough. That was hard to watch at the end. No, I don't... Hold on. Netflix just auto-played the next one. Anyway, though, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you're listening here on Podbean, please give this episode a like. Maybe follow the podcast. If you're on Spotify, like the episode. Follow the podcast and share it. Also share it if you're on Podbean as well. If you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit the little notification bell, hitting all notifications. That way you're notified every time I upload. Woohoo! Woo! That was hard to watch, but I'm going to boot up the next one. Anyway, I will see you all in the next episode. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.